cabinet makeover gives you a new look in less time with the Home Depot Home Services. Custom-made cabinet doors and drawers can be in place in just three to five days from the start of installation. Right now, save up to $3,600. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Save between $500 to $3,600 on purchases of $3,000 and above. See store for details. Offer valid through July 11th, 2018. License numbers available at homedepot.com slash license numbers, including CA602331. Anyway, so let's do this again. So this is uh, round two. Uh, we are live Saturday night. We're in the spot Saturday night. Let's whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So my Facebook crashed and just killed the entire broadcast. So we have to start over. I hope you don't mind. Um, appreciate everybody being patient. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, it's one of those. It's it's one of those Saturday nights. So we we're playing a video. And we're having some fun with it and just commenting along. So I'd like for you guys to participate. Uh, I'd love for your feedback. And of course, radio audience, you can come over to Morning Gratitude. Oh, wait, sorry. Called it the wrong show. Gratitude Unfiltered on Facebook. Come check it out. All right. We're going to give this a shot. We're gonna, this is uh, continuing Dr. Miles Monroe, How to Become a Leader and Break Away from a Struggling Mindset. Of the animal kingdom the rulers of all animals so obviously we have somewhere trapped on the inside these same potential attitudes now the lion is the king of the jungle but the lion to me is a great source of encouragement to all of us number one the lion is not the tallest animal in the jungle number two the lion is not the largest animal in the jungle i can't believe number three what's up the Julie? lion is not the heaviest animal in the jungle Number four, the lion is not the smartest animal or the most intelligent animal in the jungle. And yet, the lion is the king. You don't need to be intelligent. You don't need to be smart. You don't need to have a certain height. You don't... Okay, what he just said right there. You don't have to... He's talking about you don't have to be the biggest. You don't have to be the strongest. You don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the most intelligent. You don't have to be the most pretty. You don't have to be the most beautiful. You don't have to... Oh, you know Miles? Kelly? That's fantastic. So, yeah. So what he's saying here, you don't have to be the strongest, the baddest, to be a leader. Like, I'm, I'm not the smartest. I'm, I, could, I mean, I can read. <laughs> but it wasn't something I was very good at. And reading out loud was a challenge for me. Because I, I would stutter. In fact, I really still have a hard time doing it now especially if I'm not in my body, so to speak. Oh my gosh, it is, it is awful. And you know, and with the words dancing all over the page and being dyslexic and all of these excuses, right? Like you, you, it, whether you're, you have a mental illness or you're sick or you're disabled or like, you don't have to be the strongest and the baddest is what he's talking about here. This gets amazing. Need to have a certain weight. You don't need to have any kind of advantage, and yet you can be the leader. Now, what's the main thing that shocks with the lion is that the lion is not larger than the giraffe, bigger than the elephant, or heavier than the hippo. He's not as smart as the hyena or the snake, and yet when he shows up, they all run 
away. The lion, therefore, cancels all of your excuses for not becoming a leader. Amen. What makes the lion so unique? An army of sheep led by a lion will always defeat an army of lions led by a sheep because leadership can transform cowards into violent warriors. Why would a lion become the king of the jungle when he has all of those limitations? He's not the tallest, not the strongest, not the smartest, not the heaviest, not the most intelligent, but yet he runs things. The lion is the king of the jungle because of one word, attitude. The lion has a different attitude that makes every animal afraid of him. Now we don't want to lead by fear, but it does take respect for you. Hi, Zahara. What are you when doing? When I use the word fear in the jungle, we're talking about respect. The elephant respects the lion. The hyenas respect the lion. The, the giraffes, they respect the lion. What makes these massive animals hey, respect such a small cat? The attitude is the difference. For example, a lion will see an elephant and the thing that comes to his mind, one word, lunch. Now the elephant is 10 times the size of the lion, probably 50 times heavier, and has more power. One stop of his feet could destroy the lion. But when the lion sees the elephant, he doesn't look at size and weight and strength and power. He looks at lunch. I can eat this thing. And he acts the way he thinks. You see, Ooh, he acts the way he thinks. So that's like, I mean, you've ever heard the expression, fake it till you make it? Like, I love that one. Because there's just times, I mean, like, you're supposed to be authentic and real, right? But the faking it, like, verbally saying out loud, like, I'm going to be this. I, I'm, I'm a champion. I'm a winner. Your, your I am statement. I am that I am. I'm powerful. I'm abundant. Like that stuff, like it, it frames your mind too. And like that's so what he's saying is mindset. Like the lion is not the biggest animal. He's not the fastest. It's not the smartest. But here are these animals that could crush him. If that elephant wanted to step on that lion and crush his face, if he wanted to do that, the lion would be dead. But it doesn't happen. Like what is it about the lion that all of these other animals, he, it's the king. What is it about it? What is that mindset and what is that belief? And that's amazing to think about it. Because you, have you ever seen, like, I, I'm not trying to, like, knock. I don't know who I was listening to. Like, I'm not knocking anybody here. But have you ever, like, sit, like looked at somebody and going, how in the hell did they get that girl? Or, or like, or even vice versa. Like, why why is he dating her? Or why is he dating her him? And, like, like you know, those comments, that those shitty comments that we make right and the judgmental comments but i guarantee you mindset that guy that guy believed and knew that he deserved that woman you know and that confidence is amazing and how it changes things but damn it i gotta tell you hi annie um you're great it's 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 one of those things that it's just like I can't even begin to tell you how bipolar, like in the, in the shifts of being so strong and knowing that I'm powerful. And then those times that I feel small, 
But I can tell you, honest to God, like why I get there. It's because I quit doing the work. I quit, I quit preparing my mind, building my armor. I allow those attacks, as I was talking about in the previous uh, episode before it got canceled. Like, the minute I, and I'm not preaching to anybody, but the minute I don't spend time with God in the morning and I take it serious and I'm getting distracted by email, especially work email, I know that if I go to my email ahead of time, and don't go right to God and praying and gratitude and everything else. I know for a fact that is the start of something not good. When I miss once, when I miss twice, or I do it half-ass, I'm that is me slipping in ways that that is like not good. That time from 5 a.m. to 5:30 every morning is what sets the tone for my day, for my week, for my month, for my years. Because the minute I don't do that, I have to spend five times more energy trying to dig myself out of another hole and just struggle. God is grounding, absolutely. When I say that it appeared to be mismatched couples, I felt hope. <laughs> That's that, what I say, I, what I appeared to be mismatched couples, I felt hope. That was a very long time ago, the late 80s. <laughs> I'm not trying to laugh, man. I'm sorry. Um, this is a season of rebuilding and removing anything that isn't God. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Hi, Julie. Thank you for watching. Mike Chavez, Robert, good to see you. My friend, Annie Lobert, you're so good to see you, love. Um, all right, so we're going to go back into it. I'm done ranting. And this is Dr. Miles Monroe, How to Become a Leader, uh, Break Away from Your Struggling Mindset. The size is not the problem. The weight of the elephant is not his concern. What makes him act is the way he thinks. And because he thinks he can eat the, the elephant, he attacks it. Ah. Leadership attitude. Now here's another <laughs> amazing mystery. The elephant is larger, bigger, stronger, more powerful, heavier, and more intelligent. And yet when the elephant sees the lion, one word comes to mind. Eater. The elephant is controlled by the way he thinks. He thinks that he is lunch. Therefore, his size, his weight, his power, his might, his, his authority is okay. a victim of the way he thinks. It doesn't matter how big you are, how intelligent you are, how many degrees you get. It's your mind that keeps you small. And it doesn't matter how small you are or how un unintelligent you may seem to be, or how much you don't have. It's your mind that makes you the leader. Attitude. The difference between a leader and a follower is attitude. Why? Because it is unique attitudes that distinguish leaders from followers. They think differently. And that's because attitudes produce certain behaviors. And those behaviors stretch the leader beyond. Okay, I'm gonna interject in. I gotta, this, this, I, this, that gave me chills. Because I will tell you, I, I, I want to say something that I, I'm not being arrogant about it, it, it all. I'm not trying to be that. I, I've had this unique ability that every time I hit rock bottom, and I mean it's a rock bottom, and damn it, I do it a bunch. <laughs> I'm like, I am a train wreck. Like, I've been due for a train wreck. It's it just like what I've done, right? 
and and it's the moments I get lazy with my relationship with God. But I will tell you something. I refuse to give up. And I swear to you, every time I hit the ground, hit the wall, wreck the, right into the train, every time, I get this vision from like God. Like God just puts it on me, reminding me of what I was created to do and be. And for some reason, that's enough every time to get me off the ground. And I don't know how in the heck I'm going to do it each time because I just set myself back. How many of you have experienced that? Thank you very much for that, Enos. Um, how, I mean, seriously, like how many of you experience that? Like when you, when you feel down and you do, like maybe you do have days and weeks where you just like want to say, screw it and just, and, 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 and give up, right? But you don't. And then something, whether it's a vision or a, a dream or whatever, you get this an image that says, and it's like a flash of what could be should you choose to right the ship and turn away from what got you off the path and start going on the path that you're supposed to be on. How many of you? Oh, Lord, I feel you on the train wreck thing. I think I was just scared when the thing that do good. I think like, yeah, uh, that I like we're scared when things go too good. If anything like me, and that's when we screw up. The other thing, um, the other thing I want to talk about. Thank you, Patricia. The other thing I want to talk about with that is how many of you self-sabotage? Like, that's another thing. What's up, Shelly? How you doing? Um, there's, I always rise stronger. Yeah. It's just like when you break a bone, it's like the weight. Oh my God, that just triggered something, Sabrina. So what started my show? And for those of you that are new to it is TD Jakes and saying a couple things, but one of them was the blessing was in the breaking. Think about it. The loaves of bread that Jesus broke, right? Think about breaking a bone. You break it. It comes back stronger. But the, the breaking, like the, the, the breaking of your will, the breaking of your spirit, the breaking of your relationship, the breaking of your finances, all of that stuff, all of those struggles and the miseries and the, and the troubles that you've had, all of them, like they're, they're available for you to take them and use it to bring you joy. You can, all of your pain, all of your hurt, all of your struggles, all of the giving, wanting to give up, the, the suicide attempts, the, the, the hurting of yourself, the cutting of yourself. Fuck, man. Pardon my French. All of it. You, all of it gets to be used for something powerful and good. Your mindset. It's seeing it as an opportunity. It's seeing it as I get to fix this. I get to use it. And sometimes it gets ridiculous. Sometimes I'm going, God, how many bad things do I get to use for good? Ha ha, God. But seriously, like how many times? But damn it, I'm a self-sabotager. It's like, things are going good. <laughs> and then I, and I don't know, I think the self-sabotage comes from getting away from God. It has to be because it's the only thing that doesn't keep you humble. 
Like, when I get cocky and think, oh, I did it now. I'm in the dough now. I'm making all kinds of money. Shoot, what's up? And I'm going to just go wild out and having fun, right? But then I'm, I'm like, I've gotten away from God. And, and that, that, that beautiful spirit that talks to you and says, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. The thing that gives you discernment, right? The thing that guides you and like, hey, maybe drinking before a, a fundraising event that's going to benefit alcoholics and people with mental health. Um, maybe that's not a good idea, dummy. <laughs> ah, talking about me, of course. All right, let's continue the video. On the limitations of the norm. In other words, it is the thinking of the person that makes them see circumstances differently. How do you think? Write this down. Attitude is a product of belief. This is very important to develop your leadership. Attitude is a product of belief. You cannot have an attitude beyond your belief. So your attitude comes from your belief system. The lion is the king because of what he believes about himself and what he believes about the, the elephant That's right, and the giraffe. He believes that they are lunch and he believes he can eat them. His belief system controls the whole situation when they meet. I was born in a house on four rocks, two bedrooms, 11 kids, one mother, one father. One bedroom for my mom and dad, the other for my seven sisters. And of course the boys had to find somewhere to sleep. I remember sleeping on a mattress on the floor. I remember sleeping one time on a mat. And that sheep never kept the mosquitoes out. All around me was poverty. But we didn't know that because everybody was poor. The only way you know you're poor is when you meet, meet a rich person. And that was <laughs> sleeping on the floor. Wonderful family. They loved, we be loved. Unless my parents loved us. We loved them. We had a great family. But we didn't have much. And every opportunity was around me to think negative. I was on the other side with alcoholics. All hey, Ricky. And I remember my mother and father would tell us things to, to fix our belief system. They would say, you can do anything you want to do, son. And they said that when I was sleeping on the floor. They were working on my belief system. And then they taught us the Bible. Now, I don't know about you and your belief, but the Bible, but the Bible made what I am today. So don't you talk bad about the Bible. And if you don't believe in the Bible, that's okay. I'm doing just fine, believe me. And the Bible helped me become what I am. But it was that book that checked my thinking. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Don't you laugh at the Bible. The verse said, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above, far beyond all you can ever ask, think, or imagine according to the power that working within you. I went from an F student to an A student in one semester because of my belief system. Wow. I graduated head boy. It was my what? Belief system. No one can live beyond the limits of their belief. So if you want to live beyond what you're living now, you have to change your belief system. Leaders are born when you have the discovery of a new belief system. Mm. The secret to anyone rising is what happens in their belief system. Your life is what you think it should be. That's exactly what you are right now. You are what you thought you should be. And if you don't like who you are, you got to change what you think you should be. That's how leaders are born. No amount of training in leadership skills or management methods or titles. Amen no to that. No associations with rich people or smart people can ever substitute for the right attitude.
no substitute for it. As a matter of fact, your leadership development is determined by, number one, your perception of who you are, number two, by why you think you exist, and number three, these are very important, your sense of significance. Ooh. I've given you my secret to life right here. Okay, so I'm sitting here thinking as he says this, man, I got the first two down. <laughs> But what did he just say? Oh my God. What brought me from the floor to flat. Hold on. And number three, these are very important, your sense of significance. I have given you my seat. How significant do you think you are? How significant do you think you are? Like, honestly, ask yourself that question. How significant do you think you are? And I got to tell you something. When I'm struggling and or, you know, like maybe like the like making ends meet is a little bit more challenging than it should be. It's really hard to feel significant. It's really hard to feel like you add value to this planet. It's real easy to look at life in just through this awful lens of self-worth and you know, whether maybe it's even whether it's body issues or you're, you know, you don't feel like you're smart enough or you don't feel like. But remember what he said at the very beginning. The lion's not the smartest. The lion's not the strongest. It's not the fastest. It's not the biggest. It's not the most intelligent. But it's the king of the jungle. So you can be the king of the jungle. All of us can. We just got to believe it and got to know it. I find it interesting about this because I, I find that when I have the most self-confidence, it's, it's when right after basically falling apart and hitting a, hitting a wall, running into a train, it, it, it's always like right after that because it's it's every time feels like a rebirth and that mindset of going i'm not gonna let this take me down i'm gonna find a way to use this to be a blessing i'm gonna find the opportunity in that and that is the very thing that like that's my favorite part but do you know where i've lost steam and i shared it earlier it's the minute that i start thinking i'm the one that is doing it yeah my mind's your mindset comes in my opinion your your positive mindset and your positive self like image beliefs is knowing that you're good enough and that god loves you exactly the way you are and going to him with your struggles going to him with your you know your weaknesses your fears and 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 and, and knowing that you're going to be protected and God's got your back and you get to use all of that past pain for, for good. Knowing that is what allows you to have a very sharp, strong mindset, a, a, a strong belief system, the attitude and the belief that you are special because all of us can choose to be the leader. This is not a, hey, I'm up here talking because I'm a, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm a leader 
and 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 you know no one else is no 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 all of us get to be we get to follow too but we get to be leaders um oh mike thank you for joining man yes dude thank you for joining super cool um all right we're going to continue with dr miles monroe this guy is amazing secret to life right here what brought me from the floor to flying my own jet is these simple statements here you gotta first change your perception of who you are and that's not for the belief system secondly you must change your perception of why you think you exist and number three your sense of significance your perception of who you are you've got to change it and most of our perceptions are other people's concepts of us and therefore we don't have self-concept we got other concepts what is your perception of who you are and the second one why do you think you exist you've got to discover that you were born for something some amen there's some purpose for your life if you don't discover that you'll always have a job and we'll bury you in an average grave with an average tombstone discover that you are important to the human race you are important to the world you are important to your universe mm. when i had to grapple with that question it was tough because i've been taught by society like you have that you are just a social security number or some nib number or you're some just kind of a, a, a worker in the system but that's not true you were born to do something very significant in the world and you have to get to the point where you believe that Cultivating these attitudes are the key to becoming a leader. Now, when attitudes of leadership is married to the ability of leadership, then you become a leader. You can have potential, but if you don't have the belief, your potential becomes a victim of your present belief. Oof. Remember the elephant? The elephant has great power, but what makes him afraid of the lion is his belief system. So your mentality has to be equal to your ability for you to manifest leadership. You do have the ability, you were born with it, to be a leader. But your mentality hasn't matched it yet. And that's why all of your capacity to lead is buried under your lack of belief that you can. Belief is so powerful, it can make an elephant act like a sheep <laughs> in the presence of a lion. You know, normally people who are insecure, whenever they meet somebody who is confident, they always call the confident arrogant. When you discover who you are, you can't help but be confident. I don't pretend, I don't try to have confidence. This is amazing. If you try, that means you ain't got it. It's you faking it. Confidence is a product of belief. What you believe about yourself determines the way you think about What's yourself. What's up, Jason? And the way you think about yourself is the way you behave. And you behave bold and confident and fearless because there's some things you discovered about you and about life that makes life change the perception you can never fully carry out the mandate of leadership if you don't have the mentality of leadership and that's what this session is about it's about mentality a matter of fact integrating attitude and attributes of aptitude and altitude produces leadership that's a lot of apps there each one of them is a different experience for leaders first of all your attitude got to be right then you must marry that to attributes that means gives you a I'm going to stop it again real quick. So this this guy, it, that guy's a preacher. Doc, Dr. Miles Monroe is a preacher. I just found this today, and it just lit a fire under me. Um, in the spirit of, I want to talk about this because this whole video has, uh, actually it reminds me a lot of you, Jason, um, having the privilege to get to be around you 
and watch you work and just and watch I mean not only just watching the content you create but also like you I've seen you in a boardroom I've seen you like you on stage and like your belief and the 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 self-confidence that you have it's not cocky at all it's inspiring and it's like it's been something for me that's like really set the bar like it's this complete and pardon my French but you're completely unfuckable with like even though that we all are you you can't rattle you and or like no one can rattle you and that's a because of your belief system and it's so powerful and, and inspiring and so like when I was listening to this it's like this is freaking Jason this this is Jason and if you have not seen Jason on stage um, there's gonna be multiple times coming up soon um, not as comedy tour but the the um, which that would be cool to see too but he's gonna be on stage the power of we there's some really amazing events happening that you're gonna be able to see him city gala events like if you have not heard him Google him watch him on YouTube pretty powerful stuff so Jason this is reminding me a lot of you so I'd have to start the start the video for that I love that shirt love you bro love you too man all right then you got to marry like an aptitude that means now you got to educate hey, and train Ruth. those kids that's why you read and study and go to school for your act for your aptitude to be increased and then your aptitude means you got to change the level of associations you are in you know it's amazing when you change your aptitude you normally want to change your altitude leaders choose their friends based on their destination and one of the keys to developing leadership is you have to appreciate the fact that no one is responsible for your life except you i had to take charge of my life as a teenager and at age 13 i discovered who i was i became a problem to the whole family my mom said to me she said you are a different boy you are a different child but something happened to me at age 13. i discovered myself different but simply meaning you don't think like the rest of the kids. That's what it means. And remember, thinking is belief system being exposed. And therefore, I married my attitude and my attributes and my aptitude changed and I began to study for a different reason. And suddenly my attitude changed. I started attracting different types of friends. And by the way, you know, when you, an ego, this is the other animal that God identified himself with. I studied eagles intensely. I got a whole series on eagles because you must study to understand life. I'm not discussing it, but eagles. They said eagles can fly up to three to four miles in the sky. That's almost high as some jet planes. And do you know that when an eagle is flying a top flight, they said that if an eagle meets another bird in top flight, it has to be another eagle. Because they're the only birds that can fly at that altitude. So, here's a thought to take back to work with you. If you keep running into pigeons, and ducks, and tobacco doves, <laughs> you are flying to low. Do you know what a pigeon is? Eagles yeah, you too. never flock. They only fly them one at a time. So if you keep attracting a gang of people around you at work, Everybody want to bring gossip to you, you know, cackling, you are in bad company. That's why I really want you to give yourself a big hand today, because to come here, you must be an eagle. You got the pigeons back at the office.
Well, why are you going down there? Who do you think they are? They can't teach you nothing. Hey. I think what he's trying to say there, too, is to not hang out with pigeons. Like, the things that you do to prepare yourself. Like, I mean, I'm not real big on, well, I mean, most motivational speakers, but, like, like this is motivational to me. Um, you know, people that, like Jason Cisneros, who on stage, who just let it go. Todd Special, Dom Fawcett, Lauren Harris. Um, freaking, um, oh my God, Marshall. Like, people that just rip it and just let it go. Um, but they prepare. Like, they, the mindset, they read books, they educate, they challenge themselves, they take on new challenges, they lead, they stretch themselves, they try new things. Like, it's, like, that's the kind of stuff that makes you grow. And, and that's what makes you the eagle, not a pigeon. And, and, the, and it's true, too. Like, when you, you, when you are putting the work in and you are reading, which is just good for you to read, you speak more intelligently. And you can carry on a conversation and you're interesting and, you know, you're wise and you can advise and you've taken lessons from this, these, this training of your mind that you've done. And then your body and then, of course, your spirit. Like all of that stuff matters and, and helping you fly. Um, someone made a comment about, what was the thing that they said about alcohol? I wanted to comment on this. Um, oh, alcohol be my weakness. Someone said that on here earlier. So... I like I want to go back to like the reason I stopped decided to stop drinking is because I know that it doesn't help the borderline personality issues. Um, at least I believe that enough and I've heard positive feedback from people that have been, you know, abstained from alcohol for a long periods of time that it it, it really, really helped. Um so that's one reason. But two, I, I'm obsessed with this documentary that I watched about spirits. Spirits meaning alcohol. And how it, like the, the belief in Middle Eastern culture, uh, from my understanding, it could be other places too, is they, they call it spirits. Basically, the more you drink, it robs you of your spirit. And, you know, and I can tell you in the five days I haven't, like I've just had better workouts, I started doing yoga, like I've been finding, I'm doing a show on Saturday night. I'm not sitting at a, you know, a, a bar stool. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that. Like I'm going to cook dinner after this. And like, it's a completely different thing. And I've just found other things to do that are actually kind of enjoying more, especially going back to yoga. Um, I freaking, I, I, I love it because it kicks my butt so bad. Um but it's like that all of that that feeding of your mindset and the training like it helps you just rise above and and also taking that time to do that anytime you take time to develop yourself it only helps you put out more good more light um i can tell you too from drinking like it's um it, like it, it it changes my energy levels obviously um, but also like I struggle with being able to connect is easy. That's, that's another problem. So like all of those reasons are the reasons why I said, okay, no more drinking. I just got to stop. That's it. So anyway, we're going to continue. That's a chicken talking and they only fly when they're frightened. If you're going to be a leader, you got to be careful who you fly with. People who criticize got time for it. And that's why I ignore them. I ignore my critics because they got time for it. I'm too busy. 
I'm too busy succeeding. I'm giving them something to, to criticize. The greatest revenge in life, they say, is success. It's not ability, it's mentality that makes a leader. And that hippopotamus has power. They got ability, strength, size. They got might. That's got awesome, ability. Simon. What they lack is mentality. The lion got a different mentality, so he eats them for lunch. What you think is more important than what you do. And so if you want to change, you got to work on this attitude bit. There's my conference people again. Here's my philosophy. My philosophy is this. Trapped in every follower is a hidden leader. Trapped in every follower is a hidden leader. Yep. Therefore, the goal of true leadership is to release the hidden leader in the followers. If you are a true leader in your department or in your company supervisory position, you are a true leader as a pastor or maybe as a, 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 a manager in some company, your greatest example of leadership is production of leaders. True leaders do not maintain followers. They produce leaders. True leadership focuses on producing leaders, not followers. In other words, a true leader begins to trust. So basically, everybody wins. I don't, like, everybody wins. A leader elevates other people. You're the wind beneath their wings. You are, it, the whole point of being a leader is for everybody to win. I love win-win-win collaborations, especially in business. I want to see both companies win, and I want to see a, a, a nonprofit, a charity. I want to see somebody else benefit. Like, that is, that's what it's all about. Everybody has to win. Everybody gets to win. Like, if we choose to, we can all choose to win. We can all choose to work together. We can all choose not to judge people because... They look differently than us. They love differently than us. They believe differently than us. We are all the same. We're born in different parts of the world. You know, some of us may feel like we're from Mars, but regardless, we're all from we're all from where we're from is because someone decided to make love and then make a baby, and and that just happened to be in a certain geographical location that you know. <laughs> Like, then odds are that you're gonna that's gonna cause you to look differently or believe differently. I mean, like we're all the same, and and we all have this amazing opportunity to work together and collaborate and help each other win. Because this socioeconomic, this pyramid, this like the the, the super elite, and and then the super poor and the people that are trying to make that divide even bigger, those people can go to hell. Um. Because you can be wealthy and give back. And not to use Jason Cisneros as an example. What's up, Cynthia from New York? Um, but Jason's a prime example of somebody that does very, very well, but dedicated his life to serving other people. Like, that's amazing. I'm blessed to have that guy as a mentor. And because I get the, that's an amazing example of what you can do with your, 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 celebrity, your celebrity, your power. But you get to help other people win. You get to help the weak. You get to be a voice for the voiceless. You get to you get to elevate everyone around you. Train people under their care immediately to take leadership. The capacity to lead is in every human being. And leadership is like a tree trapped in a seed. 
and every one of you that walked through that door today is a seed that was sent to the planet to produce a tree to serve the world your fruit. That's why you were born. Mm. And deep inside of you is a person no one knows yet. And what you've done so far is just initiation process. That's why no one should cancel you yet because you ain't quite come out yet. Leadership manifestation requires the right environment. You know, a seed can be placed on a windowsill in yeah, your child bathroom and stay there for 50 years and the tree never come out. Even though the seed has a tree and a forest in it, it is a victim of the environment. If you can just get that seed off that windowsill and put it in soil with a little bit of water, here comes the future. That's the way life is. You are no different from a seed. I get stacks of CDs that I buy, you know, Les Brown and Tim Rep and all the others, and I put them in my car. And when I'm driving, every time I sit in my car, I'm feeding my seed constantly. Even the music you listen to, gotta be careful. It can be poison to your germination of your seed. The next time someone says they want to get to know you, ask them, are you fertilizer or rock? There are some folks in your life right now who are very toxic. That's another thing too. I get so, I, I'm a YouTube junkie. Like I love Vice. I watch Vice on YouTube all the time. I don't watch TV unless if it's a sporting event. I sure as heck don't watch the news. But I'm kind of a, I don't, I, I don't believe in the news. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in it. So I kind of believe on the other side. I believe the news is what they don't tell us and they don't want us to know. And I, what's up, Jim? Um, and so I watch YouTube and I like to dive and go down the wormhole sometimes. But the problem with that is that to me, it's really, really funny. You think that feeling good and listen to, listening to videos like this, like this is what I would get addicted to, right? Like this is what I want to listen to all day, every day. Not so true. Um, because I like, well, train wrecks. I like conspiracy. I like knowing that, you know, things are, well, I, I, like, I like knowing what's really going on. Or at least the, the belief that maybe I can figure it out. Um, but there's some dark stuff there. There's some really dark stuff. And that changes your mindset. Like, I can't watch scary movies because they give me night terrors. Not that I'm a wimp and can't watch a scary movie, but I take those images in my mind so vividly. This is why, like, porn is horrible for me. Uh, porn just gets completely... Um, like, it, it wrecks me, right? It's, it's, not, it's not a thing for me. So violence, like I don't like watching violence because that is a massive trigger for me. Vivid images, you know, whether they're triggers from my past and or, or you know, things that have happened as a child, like whatever. I can't watch that stuff. And, and but it's like the, the, the gray area for me is this conspiracy stuff. And it's just as bad, if not worse, than the news. And, and that takes away. So I don't know why that is more convenient than listening to things like this, but this is like so powerful. It's giving me freaking chills. Uh, yeah, yeah, screw TV. YouTube's way more fun. They will pollute your seed, you'll never come out. Have you noticed that people ain't going nowhere? Want you to go with them? Folks who ain't doing nothing in life, want you to do it with them? 
That's why you got to break away from your best friend sometime to become better. You outgrow people, so know when to leave. If they keep asking you questions, it's time to go. Hi, Journey Joe. That's how you grow. It's good to see you. True attitude is manifested in attitude. And what I mean by that is when you discover leadership, it comes out in your attitude. And attitude must be a product of your belief system. Everybody in here have attitude. Everybody. What's about the leadership attitude? There are two types of concepts. The first one is the leadership spirit and the spirit of leadership. Two different concepts. The leadership spirit is what you were born with. Your ability, you never received it, you came with it. But your ability that you were born with is trapped by the mentality that they gave you from the, your, your culture. This is why to be great... There's something else that this reminds me of because Journey Jill popped on here. Uh, by the way, she's a great follow. You guys should check her out. She, She's actually she's like my spirit animal. I, I love her. She's like my sister... A freaking spirit animal. She's an amazing human. Like what she does in the world and rock against poverty. Uh, you guys, please go follow Journey Jill. She's she's terrific. But it reminds me of something too. Is you know you have to work at like leadership is something is like is also like a muscle. I believe that you got to work at it every day. And and then and then if you get you know lazy or you slip, kind of like time with God. Um, how it can also alter your path or you get lazy or you, you become selfish again and you quit focusing out and you, you're, you're, you know, you're more worried about me. And, and it's like that is not how we're designed to, to be and especially as leaders. And that I remember like for me, a sh like I in, in, in the leadership academy I was a part of, um, like that there were so many lessons and they were on you all the time. Like there were so many stretchy challenges, things where you had to lead different teams doing different things that you really didn't even know what you were doing. And there was all of these really powerful exercises and experiences that taught you how to lead in real life and like real life situations. But while it's going on, you're going, what the freak? Like this sucks. Oh my God, I'm tired. I got work to do. I got to talk to my family. I got to do this. I got to do that. And like, the thing is, is, you get to figure out how to do all of it. And and we were doing things that I never thought were possible, but we were able to pull it off and make it happen and like all of these amazing things. And But the minute you decide like today, I'm not going to step up. Today, I'm not going to step up and do it. I don't feel like doing it, so I'm not going to do it. The minute you do that, I notice that the next day, it was a lot easier to go, ah, another day off won't hurt. But that's when things go south. That's when, when you decide to come back, like things are off or you're, 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 you know, you feel like, oh my, wait a second, I'm not in flow anymore with this. And I'm not saying that you don't take breaks, but when you decide that, okay, I have committed today, when you make that commitment to yourself, like today I've committed to do this, but then when you get to that, you decide no. Not today. I don't feel like it. Or I'm going to half-ass it. Like when that happens, you slip. And it, and it gets you off your course. And for someone that like myself who is not practiced in being a true leader, 
yelling at people and giving people orders is not leadership. Um, so I say that in, 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 like in my limited time of truly stepping up to be a leader, the limited time, I'm not good enough or perfect enough to be able to take a day off and, or, or cut it short. I need to be exercising those muscles because it's the very thing that makes me slip. Anyway, that's all I thought. You're going to divorce yourself from your traditions and your culture. Because convention makes no room for creativity. It doesn't allow you to believe beyond the norm. Matter of fact, they want you to fit in, not stand out. So society is all worked up, all designed for you to behave yourself. You're trained to limit yourself. It doesn't make sense you buy a car that can travel 150 miles per hour, 180 miles per hour. And then the, the same country that sells a car to you puts up a sign, 50. No, you never thought about that, it's a problem. Yeah, see, see, Ford Motor Company makes a car to make 180, and then they make sure you only can travel 50. Society is designed to make sure you never become a leader. And that's why for you to become a leader in your workplace, you're going to have to break away from the traditions. Now, I want to warn you, when you decide to break the speed limit, all your enemies will wake up in the office. Every critic that you thought was your friend will suddenly come alive. <laughs> because people don't want you to leave them in their nothingness. You can't leave from behind. Oh my God. I'm hearing a noise. Sorry. Anyway, um, th think about that. How many people in your life, how many times have you step, tried to step up or you made the decision that you're going to step up and you're going to be who you were created to be? And you got somebody snipping at your heels or trying to hold you back that doesn't want you to grow or tries to sabotage you or, you know, tells you like, you're never going to be good enough. You're going to fail again. How many people have told you that? How many people have tried to hold you back? How many? I'm curious. Like, this is like, it, it, like I can tell you so many times in my life. And maybe it's because I, you know, hurt that person at some point. But the fact is, like, you know, hurt people hurt people. You're a mirror. Like, if you're in a relationship that is abusive or you don't like it or is hurting you or, you know, you, you, you feel like, you know, I'm settling. This is not what I signed up for. Like, it, 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 you got to keep in mind that 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 what, the person that you're saying that about is you're saying that about yourself. Seriously, it's your mirror. We're all mirrors for each other. There's people you have not met yet that are a mirror for you, just waiting for you. I gotta. I'm gonna do another one of these over this this crazy poem I got. Um, Oh man, it's a trip. But the point is, like we're all mirrors. You get mirrors waiting for you in Africa, in, in New Zealand, and it's like, but that person that you're complaining about, the per, that boss you don't like, those are all, that's what you don't like about yourself. That's what, is, you know, like that. that's you. Those things that you love and you and you have so much joy about, you like oh she makes me laugh like she's so funny 
that's um, that's those are things that you like about yourself. And it's weird to think about, really. Um, I'm out of. I am my own worst critic when it comes to that, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, this is almost over. That's why sheep are not leaders. They follow the sheep hips in front of them. But when you're up front, ain't no hip to follow. You gotta design your course. And that takes boldness and risk. It takes all kinds of challenging commitment to, to decide where you wanna go in life up front. Having the leadership spirit means that you are naturally created to lead. But the mentality is what wakes it up. Some of you in this room look just like that. You, you are powerful, but they got you in the bush. Mm. The social environment is just making you afraid to come out and take what's yours in life. You are the way you see yourself. Do you think you're a grasshopper? The elephant actually thinks it's a meal for a cat. The mindset of a leader is what changes his attitude toward life and himself. The spirit of leadership refers to attitudes, mentality, and mindset. And that's been the key to all great leaders. And sometimes the spirit comes forth under pressure. Many leaders in history are products of circumstances that force them to think differently. That's what makes them emerge as leaders. The spirit of leadership is a mindset. It dictates your motivation. It, re it is revealed in your response to your environment. The spirit of leadership is a perception of yourself and the world. How do you see the world? Oh, and I totally forgot that I didn't finish my point. So the point of that, what I was saying is that those those people that limit you, that's you limiting yourself. Like when those people that are trying to hold you back, right? Like you outgrow it because you're wanting to grow. You're not wanting to stay put. Those people that try to pull you back in when you're trying to soar. Like that uh, by allowing that and being in that, it is, it is, you're basically like, you're also just doing that to yourself because you're choosing to stay there. And it's hard. It's so freaking hard because you're like, wow, I love them. I want to bring up my homeboys. I want to help them out. I want to do this. I want to do that. I don't want to leave anybody behind. But you got to sometimes. You got to. And relationships are the worst. If your partner's not lifting you up, and this has been going on for years, you gotta go. You got everybody in your life has got to be there to elevate you. But you get to elevate them too. It's not it's not just it's not about being selfish, but you gotta honor that you got to honor that you have something special inside you and you're meant to shine all of you are meant to shine all of you are meant to be bright lights but the more things that you have in your life the more things that you have in your life to dull your life you're is limiting you from seeing just what is available for you that's just the truth that is the truth. And you know what? I'm saying that to myself too. You know? So, you've got to be careful about our relationships. That was my, sorry, going back to the video. The spirit of leadership is your convictions that regulate your thoughts about yourself and people. 
The spirit of leadership is your personal private philosophy of life. How you think about life and yourself. The spirit of leadership is your thoughts about oneself and one's environment. It is your belief system which controls your behavior. The spirit of leadership is the source of your action which determines the response and how you interpret the world. This is very important. I see the world differently from most people because of my belief system which becomes my attitude creator. So I don't panic over nothing. I don't panic. Panic is a product of a certain belief system and therefore it is your mental condition. Success keeps the right company all the time. You have to nurture yourself so that you can produce the right attitudes. And nurture means to feed yourself the right information. We are what we think and we become what we continue to think. You tell your kids, go read a book, go read your homework, and then you watch TV. They're confused. Your kids will value what you value. If you value TV, they're going to hate books. If they watch you always reading books, they're going to turn the TV off because whatever mom and dad values and mom and dad are doing well, that must be what we should do too. So our kids fell in love with books. Huh? All right, so... We're going to cut it off there because this is just going to go on forever. It's almost over anyway, but that was that was kind of fun. It was a little bit longer than I wanted because he's the material starting to phase out a little bit. But ah, you know what? It's only a couple minutes. We got a few minutes left. We'll probably we're going to finish. House is full of books. I'm beginning to run out of house because you become what you think. You cannot rise above the plane of your mental condition. So I got to constantly keep feeding my mentality. I have to work on it so I can work up my altitude of mentality you to change your life you must change your mind and this is why the heart of leadership is working on the way a person thinks here's the most important thing to write down seven principles of true leadership number one true leadership is inherent in the human spirit you have to believe that first every human being possesses the capacity to be a leader whether they die as a follower is a choice Number two, true leadership cannot be taught. It must be discovered. Number three, true leadership is self-discovery. And number four, true leadership is serving your gift to the world. Everyone in this room was born with a specific gift. Some of you got two of them. Don't try and develop all of your gifts. Focus on one. Make it your primary gift. And then refine it. And then serve it to the world. It is your... That... Every one of you, every one of you have a gift. Every single one of you have a gift. It is your purpose. It is what you get to do for the world. It is the thing that you do, that you pursue, that will give you the ultimate, true, unadulterated joy. Nothing like it on the planet. I told you, I've talked about this. Like My, my thing that I want to do is radio. That's what I want to do. I want to be on TV too, but radio is what I, like, I want to do good radio. That's my dream. That was my childhood dream, and I didn't know that I would even have a chance to do it, to make it happen. I didn't know until I heard T.D. Jakes do a speech about the blessing is in the breaking and talking about focusing on the things that you do have and the things that you don't. For some reason, that triggered my lifelong desire to be on radio. And so I took this morning gratitude show that was on my phone 
And then it turned into something much, much more. And it's not where I want it to be. But guess what? It's going to get there. But the point is, like, and that's not my purpose. It's something I'm passionate about. But it's what I'm doing while on the radio, while on stage, while behind a microphone. That is my purpose. And this is the only thing I do that brings me joy. Even when I'm sad, even when I'm pissed off, even when I'm just freaking hating the moment that I'm in. For some reason, when I get the opportunity to be behind this mic, I feel so much differently about life, about circumstances, about what I'm doing here. It's like the thing that brings me joy. And, and it's, the, it's the stuff behind it that is actually is, what is what's ultimately bringing me joy. But it's giving me the opportunity to have, get to do this that is so special. But every single one of you have that thing. And if you don't know what your purpose is, if you don't know what your passion is, one way to figure it out is it has something to do with that thing that brings you the most joy and the thing that pisses you off the most. Like an injustice. It's a problem. It's like your biggest problem in your life is probably your purpose. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, for me, is that true? Is that true? I mean, think about it. Like how many many of you right now are listening that you, you, you're, you're using one of the Biggest struggles, biggest problems, biggest failures. How many of you are using that for good right now? Is that you? So is it true that your biggest problem, your biggest failure, your biggest disappointment, your biggest heartbreak, your biggest disability, that's your purpose? The moment you decide to use it. To bless other people's life. That's what brings you joy. That's what brings you joy. <gasps> oh, I thought I lost. Gift that makes you valuable, and serving it is your responsibility. And the better you serve your gift, the greater leadership you you achieve. So whoever can serve that gift more effectively, they become the greatest in the group. No one came to earth without a gift. Problem is, we try to take other people's gifts and make them ours. If you become an imitation, you're gonna be broke. Mm-hmm. You need to find your gift, your strength, your unique power, and you need to take that and say, "I'm gonna become this," and then serve it to the world. And that's your leadership born that day. We've all been taught to be employed, not deployed. And so they always tell you, go to school, get an education, yeah. so you can get a job. They never say stay in school so you can own a business. They don't even think that way. They don't, they don't, it doesn't even cross. Your parents don't even think that way. And so you follow the convention of the community. When I was, I'll never forget the meeting when I went to Malaysia to speak. I was speaking at the, the largest Sony plant. I had two days with them. The first day, I spoke to all the managers, all the CEOs. I was the, the speaker to train them. There was Chinese and Japanese and Singaporeans, all these folks were there in Malaysia working for Sony. And I had to do training there for management development and leadership training for the whole day. The third day, the president of that particular firm called me up and he says, our CEOs and our executives are so impressed by you, we want to take you for lunch, we want to talk to you some more. And they were picking my brain, man. They weren't 
They were taking notes, asking me questions, keep writing stuff, writing stuff. And, and I, all of a sudden it hit me, you know, wait a minute. All these guys are millionaires, man. Every Chinaman I know owns a business. And here I am in the heart of Asia, where they come from. And I said, sir, pardon me, I have a question that I need you to answer. They look at me. I said, tell me, how come everywhere you go, no matter where it is, you go to the lowest ghetto in the heart of township, and you end up owning a business. Can you tell me what is your secret? And they looked at each other and they laughed. And then the president said to me, he said, well, you know, we've been noticing that ourselves. We have concluded based on our assessment that whenever you go into a community, the first thing you look for is a job. He says, when we come into any community, the first thing we look for is a business. He said, it's attitude. They don't even look for a job. They don't even think about employment. They think deployment. As a man thinking, so he becomes. So I said to the guy, I said, excuse me. So when you go into a, a, a town, any, any country, so what do you do until you get a business? He says, any employment we have is always temporary. We only want enough money to start a business or mentality. Number six, true leadership is self-manifestation. You become a leader when you discover who you are and decide to become it. True leadership is self-manifestation. Your leadership is not ahead of you, it's trapped within you. You are so great, it's amazing. How, I mean, how many of you, seriously, how many of you sometimes don't know who you are? It's like, I don't know who I am anymore. How many of you said that? <laughs> I've said it. But it's typically... And that's a far cry from, I know exactly what I'm here to do. Because I've said both. Again, the extreme thoughts. I'm a leader. I'm a miserable failure. Like, how, how many... Oh my gosh. Wow. The environment won't allow you to become it. Sometimes our past can hold us back. Mentality just don't allow you to, to step out and take a risk. What you're doing now, it's not what you could do. Whatever you're impressed with, God's disappointed in you. Stop waiting for everything to show up before you start. Every leader, I tell you the truth, every leader ain't know what they're doing. Me included. We don't know what we're doing. We just say, I got this idea, I'm going to go for it. And for heaven's sake, believe me, we ain't got no money. What I mean is for our projects. Because you are not a leader unless you're doing something you cannot pay for. I say, you, you're not a leader unless you are doing something you cannot pay for. Leadership demands that you got to take risks. And number seven, leadership is self-exposure. Mm. When you expose your true self, get ready. People won't understand you, but go for it. Let us meet you before you die. Okay. Oof, that's heavy. I don't know how many of you have heard that. Oh, I'm going to let him play it again. I want, I, seriously, listen to this. Not the one, the culture. Because you are not a leader unless you're doing something you cannot pay for. I say you, you're not a leader unless you are doing something you cannot pay for. This. Leadership demands that you got to take risks. And number seven, leadership is self-exposure. When you expose your true self, get ready. People won't understand you. Live your truth. And maybe sometimes taking those steps takes baby steps. You know, I... When I've come out and talked about, 
you know, some of the things in my past and then got to this place. It was like, okay, well, I'm ready to reveal it all. One of the things that I didn't really catch on at the time was talking about the dark passenger I have and borderline personality disorder because I hadn't seen it really. I'd been doing, you know, so much work and it just strengthened my mind and I would get these attacks, but like I wouldn't pay attention to them. I wouldn't pay attention to those, 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 the thoughts, the things that are screaming at me in my head. I'd just be able to get out of here, go, get out and be able to do that. And, but then when it, you know, it slipped in, it took over and I, and then I was like, oh crap. I took for granted what the work that I get to do every day to keep that from happening. And I let it take over. And for about a month, a little after. And it, it was, it was ter- it's terrifying. But living your truth is the very thing that sets you free because that is your truth, is your message for the world. Everyone has a voice that needs to be heard. Your truth is your message to the world. It's your gift to the world because you don't know who needs to hear your message. You don't know. Not everyone's going to relate to me. Not everyone's going to relate to the things that I say or the way I believe. That's okay. It's, it's, it's my message may not be for you. I mean, look, I, I would love to say that my message was for everybody, um, but no, I understand that. But I do want to, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it, I do know that there's someone out there that does need to hear it. And that's not an ego thing. That's an all of us thing. All of us. But go for it. Let us meet you before you die. Not the one the culture made, not the one society produced, the one that's on the inside that we have yet to meet, the true self. This is why I keep telling people you got to die empty. I want to give you this, what I call the five questions of life that you have to answer to become a leader. Number one, who am I? Number two, where am I from? Number three, why am I here? Number four, what can I do? And number five, where am I going? These are the most important questions in life and until you answer them, you will always be a follower. Who am I has to do with identity. You got to discover who you are, apart from 6.7 billion people. Number two, where am I from has to do with your heritage. And I'm not talking about your ethnicity, because your ethnic heritage is so confusing. Don't try to find yourself by going back in your ethnicity. You'll never (laughs) find out where you're from. Why am I here is a question of purpose. You got to discover why you were sent to the planet. Where am I going is is a question of destiny. And what can I do is a question of potential. And therefore, when you discover these answers, you've discovered your leadership. I know who I am. I didn't always, but I found out who I was. And secondly, I know where I came from. I didn't come from the Bahamas. I didn't come from Africa, because both of them are limiting. All cultures limit you. I had to come from something greater. My greatest mentor in history in my life is Jesus Christ. And one time they asked him, where are you from? You know what his answer was? He didn't say I came from Bethlehem, grew up in Nazareth, and had friends in Capernaum. His answer was, I came down from heaven. They say, they say, no, 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 we know your mother, she's Mary, and your daddy, Joe. He says, no, I came down from heaven. He refused to have his heritage limited to earth. 
and so am I. Me, I came through Town. I didn't come from Town. I came through the Bahamas. I didn't come from the Bahamas. Wherever you came from can limit you or give you unlimited thinking. I said the reason why they call Africa Mother Africa is because you never get your heritage from your mother. That's why you carry your father's name. The seed of your identity comes from your father. I came down from my father through the mother. That makes me limitless. I'm just like my daddy. All things are possible with my father. True leadership is not a method nor a technique. True leadership is an attitude. When I discovered that I came out of God, not out of the Bahamas, suddenly the Bahamas became too small for me. Mm. So today we have effects in 90 countries right from this island because the mentality that was developed here goes beyond this entire region. Don't let where you came from physically trap you. Don't let your ethnic heritage become your graveyard. Stop being black and white and, and mm. yellow and stuff. Forget that. So that's, too, that's too limiting. Become like your father. Be a man. It's a spirit being. There's no limit. Everything you know is not all there is to know. Beliefs and convictions of a leader can regulate the nature of their leadership and therefore the source of beliefs is the perception of your truth. What is truth to you determines what you do with your life. Whatever you think is true, that's how you're going to live. That's why it's important to keep getting information. Wow. That was amazing. Um, wait, I don't want that to play. Hold on. We got to turn that off. Wait. I don't know. Okay. Holy Moses, that was amazing. You, Brian, thanks, man. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, yeah, this is actually a pretty... This There's two. We started it off, and then Facebook crashed, and then... Yeah, so this is a second version of it, but thank you for joining. This is actually was pretty interesting. Um, this was a lot more fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> um, thank you, guys. Oh, did, man, that means a lot to me. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Listen, everyone for joining today. Uh, yeah, it was extremely powerful, Patricia. Thank you. Um, radio audience, this is kind of why it's fun to come over to Facebook when we go live because you can comment along and meet all of these amazingly wonderful people um, that join us. I, I appreciate the support. This was, yeah, I, I like this and I think I may do this. Like this, this is something kind of fun. I So one of the things that, Part of the reasons why I wanted to change the morning uh, morning gratitude format is that I didn't always want to do mornings, <laughs> first of all, even though I think the morning is extremely important. Um, but I want to do things like this. And with having morning gratitude at night, it just seems silly. But also, like we, I want to have a very diverse show and talk about real stuff. So sometimes it's going to be edgy. Sometimes it's going to be you know, like this, that's inspiring. Sometimes we're going to have guests on. It's going to be different. And and I really want to show and, and do, like I have a lot more that I want to dive into and other things that interest me that I want to talk to you about. And and then the, and I love it. Like you guys, thank you, Karen, for that. I really appreciate it. You watched episode two? Thank you. Um, eye opener? Ah, oh, Brian, that's... Thank you. I appreciate you, Karen. So... Like I, I like mixing it up. I like doing things differently and I don't want to be pigeonholed or caged or feel trapped into doing things a certain kind of way. Because some days, I mean, like I dropped an F-bomb tonight. Didn't mean to drop an F-bomb, but 
I I would rather just talk freely from my heart and and then whatever comes out comes out. And if I offend you, sorry. Like my life would probably offend you too. Um, I'm just a you know a guy trying to like do the best I can and try to be what God created me to be. But this show is going to be you know the scars and all. It's going to be unfiltered. It's going to be the just an ex, a true expression of what it's it's like. I mean, I I have a lot of different things that you know that I do that you know present some different challenges in life and how you overcome them, how I deal with them, battling with uh, borderline personality disorder, and you know like those it changes a strange mix because I'm put put into positions professionally that require me being a stand up polished guy and the truth is that I'm not always polished and I'm not always you know okay like sometimes I'm just not okay sometimes I, like like all of us and but I want to talk about those things like as it's happening like I want to do that so I uh I love it I love you guys this is uh this was fun. Man, this Saturday night stuff is great. I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I can't think of anything, honestly, that I would rather have done. This honestly beats sitting and having, you know, tequila all night. So, thank you for this. Um, love you. It's not, it is okay. It's okay not to be okay. That's so true. So, everybody that watched, everybody that shared, if you haven't shared, please share. I think if what I didn't say, Matt, resonated, I know what the doctor said resignated so share the video please it'd be awesome help the show grow love you guys thank you so much i'm gonna go cook dinner now and uh happy saturday love you guys bye a cabinet makeover gives you a new look in less time with the home depot home services Custom-made cabinet doors and drawers can be in place in just three to five days from the start of installation. Right now, save up to $3,600. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Save between $500 to $3,600 on purchases of $3,000 and above. See store for details. Offer valid through July 11th, 2018. License numbers available at homedepot.com slash license numbers, including CA602331.